How do you do? Most of us can say when faced with new and challenging circumstances, I have been a stranger in a strange land. But not like the man and woman in this story. He was born in communist China, she in Taiwan. Their meeting was extraordinary, yet planned long ago, because her heart and mind and life was unshackled. I am glad you came to see me again, Susan. It is easier for me to travel than you, Dao. So many government restrictions for me. There are many freedoms in the West. I know. Since I was little, I hate communism for what they did to my family. Persecute my grandparents to death, take our wealth, keep my father from us. What does your family say about me? They like you. Enough for us to be married? Yes. Then we must get you out of China. But how? You are living in the U.S. and I am here. If we get married, we can be together. How can we be married? Mountains of paper restrictions, and worse yet, your father is against our marriage. With God, all things are possible. Rooted and grounded in love, this is Unshackled. True life stories dramatized and produced in Chicago by Pacific Garden Mission. Unshackled, the program that makes you face yourself and think. Yes, I like Susan, but there is no future with her. How can you say that, Ma? She lives in America. You live here. She wants me to move to America and get married. She's getting fiancé visa for me. You want to be like me and your father, always living apart. America is not like that, Ma. They have freedom to live and work anywhere. But your work is here, Dao. You cannot get job in America. Susan and my friends say I can get work there. What work? What friend? Same work as here. Christian friend Laurel says. He lived in America too. He introduced me to Susan. Hello, this is Laurel. Laurel, I am Tao calling. Oh, how are you doing, Tao? Good news. Susan, get me fiancé visa. Well, that's wonderful. Almost five years we know each other. You can come here to live now. Yes, if a government approved paperwork. Well, have faith, Tao. My faith is in God, not government. <laughs> the Bible says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. The man and woman in our story had met online. This is the testimony of how they were drawn together. The true story of a couple we're calling Tao and Susan. Right now on Unshackled. I grew up in a small city in Taiwan. My father was a factory worker and Mama was a school teacher. My older brother and sister lived with my parents while I lived with Mama's parents. Grandmother took me to church and trained me to be disciplined when I started kindergarten. But a year later, she and my grandfather moved to California in America, and I went back to my parents' home. Mama and her parents were Christian, but the rest of the family was Buddhist. I was nine when my paternal grandmother died, and the long process of a Buddhist death confused me, so I asked my sister, Why do you ask Buddhist question, Susan. I want to know why is grandmother in a coffin so long? It's the Buddhist way to heaven. 40 days in a coffin. But where is grandmother? Oh, stop asking questions. We have to get this food to the temple for grandmother. It is too much. 40 days of arguing and killing? Too much. I miss grandmother. Relatives came from other towns on weekends for many weeks. Everyone was tired and some even quarreled, accusing each other of mistreating my grandmother. I thought the whole business of death was costly and tiring for the family. When I was 12, my maternal grandmother made a last visit to Taiwan because she was dying of cancer. 
She took me to a church youth group that I attended for a year. Then I went to church camp. Do you understand what Jesus Christ has done for you? For Christ also had once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh but quickened by the Spirit. Jesus, the Son of God, suffered and died on a cross so your sins could be washed away by his holy blood. Jesus was without sin, so he died for ours. Bible says in Gospel of John, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Chop the vegetables for me, Susan. Yes, Mama. Mama, yes, I pray to receive Christ at camp. That's nice. Oh, smaller, not so big chunks. I, I like how the teachers live their lives for the Lord. They have joy and love. They give so much time serving people in church. I want to be like that. That's nice. Now finish, because I have other jobs for you to do. Christians in my city were a minority. One time during seventh grade class, the teacher asked how many of us were Christian. Only two of us raised our hands, making me feel special because I belonged to God. When I finished seventh grade, my family moved to California, and I struggled in school. I didn't speak English well. Instead of being tutored after school, I spent my time in church activities with Chinese people. I started working at age 15, and during those years, my father professed faith in Christ. I attended the University of California, still living at home. I majored in psychology, but I struggled to understand the textbooks and lectures. My parents couldn't help me financially, so I worked many part-time jobs to support my education. I spent more time with friends than in classes, so my grades were poor. During school break, I planned an escape from thoughts of school. Mama says you're going to Japan? Yes, I'm leaving tomorrow. How can you afford that? I saved the money I earned. Why Japan? I want to do some backpacking there. Ugh, you and your backpacking. It's almost as bad as your church going. Why do you care what I do? Think about Mama and Papa. They need you around here. I won't be gone long, just 10 days. Lord, thank you for this beautiful earth you created. Thank you that I can be here, alone with you. Thank you for choosing me for salvation, Lord. You care about us. Help me hold my tongue when others criticize me. And please, look after Mama and Old Dad while I'm away. At the end of my third year, I had to take a heavy load of extra classes so I could finish my degree and graduate, but I finished. Then I began theological studies in seminary. I was 25 when I committed to doing missionary work in Palau as part of my studies. Palau? Out in the Pacific Ocean? Yes, Mama. I want to serve the Lord there. That is so far away, Susan. I will keep in contact with you. I was counting on you to help with your father. My sister can help. She lived too far away to help. I'll only be gone for a year, Mama. A year is a very long time at our age. I'm sorry, but I've already made the commitment. You should come home, Susan. I've only been here a few months. Papa needs you more than those people. I signed a contract for a year. They should understand your situation. Papa's health is not good, and it's too much for Mama to take care of him and the house. You could help. I live too far away, and I have a job. So do I. You never should have gone there. While I was in Palau, my sister called often, criticizing my decision, and I felt very stressed by her demands. Then I received a message through the Internet from a Christian in the U.S. who had an unusual request. Susan, 
My name is Laurel Short, and I've become friends with a man in China who recently gave his life to Christ. Wonderful. Yes. His family is Buddhist, and he was atheist. So he needs encouragement, someone to disciple him. Your seminary gave me your name and number as a possibility. Since you're Chinese, I wonder if you'd be interested. He speaks Mandarin? Yes, and some English. Well, that coincides with my missionary focus. Why not? I'll give you his phone number. He works in telecommunications. How old is he? About 30. His name is Tao. Tao and I spoke to one another through the computer link and became friends. I shared many things about Jesus and the Word of God with Tao. When my year ended in Palau, I went home. The travel bug has beaten your father. He wants to go somewhere, even in his condition? Yes, He's always dreamed of going back to China. That's great, Mama. But what about his health? It's not good. But doctors say he can make the trip with a group, not by himself. Will you go with him? No. I have no desire to go to China. Then I'll go with Papa. Good. Then you can make the arrangements. Papa and I went to Beijing, Shanghai, and Shanggang, and other cities, including where Dao and his family lived. Meeting Dao, I thought he had all the characteristics of a good husband. But both our families thought marriage between us was impossible because we lived in different countries. We'll hear more about Susan's relationship with Dao shortly. After our trip to China, Papa and I went back to California, where I took care of him and Mama while continuing my seminary studies. But Dao and I continued our relationship via Internet. How is your father, Susan? Not good. His kidneys and liver are failing. Oh, I am so sorry about that. He's in pain, but very gentle because of Christian faith. Good. I'm glad we visited you together. Does he still oppose our marriage? Only because he doesn't see how it can be. With you living in China. I have many doubts too. Big obstacles. But our God is bigger, Tao. Remember that. Yes, I remember his words. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Sometimes the wait is long time, too long. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Cannot get last word with you. <laughs> Remember that too, Dao. Are you continuing your studies in seminary? No, I must take care of Papa. But I spend time with the Lord. You are a dutiful daughter. It is an honor. I took care of Papa for 18 months. When he passed, my sister professed faith in Christ, and the friction between us ended. No one else opposed my marriage to Dao. So I applied for a fiancé visa. Eighteen months later, the visa was approved, and Dow flew to New York. Because I was in Toronto on assignment and not there to meet Tao, immigration officers were concerned, but emails from Laurel and me reassured them. Dow was released and went to Buffalo, where Laurel and his wife, Wayona, met Dow for the first time. I can't believe we finally meet. The Lord is so good. Almost 10 years I speak with you only by computer form. <laughs> I'm so glad immigration let you go. I was concerned. Me too. I was also concerned about your finding a good church. But looks like the Lord took care of that too. Ah, yes. I walked down the street and saw a beautiful church, but front door was locked. Uh -huh. Keep walking. Number two church, also beautiful, uh -huh. also locked. Number three, church, not so beautiful, you see, but door not locked. <laughs> and you say the pastor's from India? Yes, people, very friendly. Welcome, Tao. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. They have potluck dinner for you. But you and Susan are getting married in California? Yes, Susan's family there and Chinese church. Susan and I want you to come. My family cannot attend weddings, so you'll be my family... Laurel and his wife, Wayona, attended our wedding that summer as honorary parents of Dao. We moved in with my mother because Dao didn't have a job at first. 
Those were difficult times as Dao learned his new surroundings and language. I thought I knew English, but people speak so fast, I don't understand them. When we first got here, I couldn't even order a soda at the restaurant. Being immigrant is hard. At least you got around on the bus today. I got lost, but it forced me to speak English. Don't be discouraged, Dao. How can I not? No job, no drivers. License. License. Driver's license. Driver's license, yes. Having to live here with your mother and she no like me. She doesn't like me. She no like you either? No, what you say is she doesn't like me. Oh, so much to learn. God will reward your efforts, Dao. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I have faith in God, not in me. That first year, we grew together with our church body. I was also busy helping Dao learn American ways and English. After a year, he got his driver's license, and the next day, he got a job in his field. When our daughter was born, the first person Dao called was our friend Laurel. Congratulations, Dao! We named daughter after Wyona because you brought us together. Oh, the Lord brought you together, Tao. We were only his instrument. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Yes, thank you. So, how's the job, Tao? Not easy. My English is not so good. Well, it keeps getting better. I hope. Wyona and I are praying for you and Susan's mother. I need prayer. She no like me. Well... It's not easy for a person who has lived in a home with a husband and who is now deceased to share those things with a person who is a stranger. So be patient, Tao. She like new baby. Granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, Tao. And the Lord's grace is sufficient for everything else. I'll pray for you. Thank you. Father God, thank you for saving us, that we can come to you as children asking for your guidance. During those years of family friction, I worked at a Chinese seminary where I found my colleagues a great support for those troubling issues. You're being pulled in two directions, Susan. Yes. I love my mama, but I also love Dao. Your duty and loyalty are to your husband. God says you are one flesh now, but you can still show honor and love to your mother. I try. As long as you are living in your mother's house, she has authority, and she sees you as her child. But we cannot afford to move. Then be patient, and remember that a soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. Dao feels hurt when Mama doesn't respect his mainland Chinese. So her criticism isn't personal? No. She's from Taiwan, not China. Mm, it's pride then. Yet... It must be a comfort to your mother, having a man in the house and you there with her. She takes care of baby when I am here, because Dao also works. Which is a great help to you. A win-win situation. Except for Dao. I pray the Lord will help him. Sometimes God allows difficult situations to help us grow. Just remember, Susan, the fruit of the Spirit is love, and love never fails. Our daughter was two years old when the big recession hit America and I lost my job two weeks before Christmas. This was a hard time for us because Susan was pregnant with our second baby. I looked for a job, but with no success. I even talked with Pastor. I can understand your being disheartened, Tao, but God has not deserted you. I know, but I'm husband. This is difficult. Trust in the Lord. He has a reason for this season in your life. It seems like the destination. It's a desert. The Bible says in Isaiah, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Can't be too soon for me. Do you have any leads? One. I interviewed last week. Now I'm waiting for an answer. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Pastor, I spend long time waiting on the Lord. Have faith. Without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, 
and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I seek him always, but he's so difficult with family to feed. Thou, I want you to read Psalm 91, especially verses 14 and 15. Speaking of believers, God says, Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Did the unemployment office have lead? No. I'm sorry you didn't get the other job, Dow. I was so certain, Susan. The other person must have needed the job more than you. Oh, I didn't think of that. At least we have a place to live. I think I will go back to China and get more training. Would that improve your chance of getting a job? Yes, I need more professional training. In China, I can understand instruction and computer network is more advanced. Then you should go. Agree? I'll be fine here with Mama. Thank you for your love and patience, Susan. That year was stressful for me. No job, far from Susan, and our daughter and the son that was born. One day I visited Ma. So, you have son and daughter now. Yes, Susan sent me pictures. See? I hope to visit them one day. Why don't you move to America, Ma? In China? Yes. You will love the people and they will love you too. All my life I live here. This is my home. You can come back and visit. Maybe when I retire. You can live with us. You have a house now? I'll get a good job and then we'll buy a house. American dream. When Dao returned to America, he didn't find a job right away. But our son was seven months old when Dao was employed as network engineer. Less than two years later, we bought a house. My sister moved nearby so she could look after Mama. Laurel, I want to tell you first, my mother is moving to America. Fantastic, Tao. Her visa was approved. Yes, paperwork came true. I've been praying for her. I hope she will go to church with us. I'll pray for that too. You are my best friend, Laurel. Next to Jesus. Yes, he is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. The best gift we can give anyone is to share the Lord with them. Thank you for giving that to me. My mother left China a few years ago and came to live with us. She helped Susan with the children. She also began going to church with us. This is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Communion reminds us what Jesus did for us on the cross shedding his blood to cleanse our sins. Faith in his blood alone buys our forgiveness. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. I want to take communion with you. Why, Ma? I have Jesus now, son. Every week I call Laurel because he's my spiritual father. Susan and I have two great kids, a nice house, and many close church friends, all thanks to Jesus. Most of all, I have a peaceful heart before God. If God be for us, who can be against us? Waiting on God's timing was the perfect path for me. Listening friend, do you have a peaceful heart before God? That is why Jesus Christ came into the world. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. If you have never asked Jesus into your life, you can do that now, wherever you are. There are no special words, because God sees your heart 
and knows your sincerity. If you'd like to experience this new life in Christ, won't you pray with us now? Dear Heavenly Father, I know that I am a sinner. I know that I need you to help guide me away from evil things and towards good, towards you. I believe that you died on the cross for me. Please forgive my sins and open the door of my heart and life to you. I receive you as my Savior, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your sacrifice and for your precious gift of eternal life in heaven with you. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed with us just now, we'd like you to get in touch. When you do, we'll send you some free literature to tell you all about what it means to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Our email address is unshackled at pgm.org. Visit our website to learn more about this ministry, unshackled.org. Promoter, Crystal Centric Station. Serving the body of Christ. You are listening to Crystal Centric Station. Where listening invites hope. by saying because we know Proverbs chapter 18 21 says this death and life come on are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall what eat the fruit thereof so you and your seed are gonna live by speaking something and we gonna speak favor over their lives you ready now we're going to declare this. Now get ready because when you say it, it's going to start happening. The moment you declare this, it's going to start happening for you. And then I'd like you to make sure you say it now continuously every day. Because I get up and confess the favor of God surrounds me today like a shield. Say amen to that. And I expect doors to open. I expect folks to call me on the phone and I get a blessing. I expect, come on now. You ready? Say this with me. In the name of Jesus, I decree from this moment forward I see myself the way God sees me. I am highly favored of the Lord. I am crowned with glory and honor. I am the righteousness of God in 
Christ Jesus. I am reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment, supernatural increase. I have restoration. I have prominence. I have petitions granted. Laws changed. Policies and rules changed. And battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me and surround me as with a shield, with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. Doors are now open for me that men have said are impossible to open. No obstacle can stop me. No hindrances can delay me. In Jesus' name, I am honored by my Father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I am special to him. I am the object of his affection. I am the apple of his eye. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. In Jesus name, amen. And so be it right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Now give the Lord a praise. fails me all my days I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head I will sing of the goodness of God And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God I love your voice you have led me through the fire And in darkness night You are close like no other I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend And I have lived in the goodness of God
And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God Welcome on board to the Good Start Broadcast. Well, this is Word for Munch. My name is Fifi Folsom, the Christocentric guy. Of course, I'm here to be a blessing to you. Father, thank you for the privilege to share your word. I trust that your word will impact our lives, even as the Holy Spirit gives me enablement. I pray that I speak that which the Holy Spirit wants me to say. In Jesus' name. Well, today I want to speak on the subject charity and generosity. Charity and generosity. If you look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, the NIV says, Freely you have received, freely give. The theme of generosity is woven into the fabric of God's word. It's so connected, trust me. Our Creator, the Almighty, He instructs us to give generously and cheerfully to those in need yes as children of god we ought to give generously and cheerfully to those in need my question to you have you been given do you give to those who can give you back or you give to those who can never repay you anyways so god promises that when we do give whether it's our time our talents our resources we will be blessed. Yes, it is actually part of the scripture. When you give, you get. Hallelujah. And don't get it twisted. Sometimes when we give, we're expecting to get the same in return. No, sometimes the blessings come in different ways. And you got to know that. Jesus was a perfect example of generosity. He gave us everything. And I mean everything. Even his life on earth he gave it to us why so that we his followers we will receive abundance abundance of peace and of course eternal life jesus was always generous if you follow his time on earth if you read through the scriptures you know that he was always kind always willing to help the least of people the least of these like the bible says jesus did all that and if we his followers his children we want to follow his footsteps why do you think we should not do the same why do you think we should not be generous remember i said generosity is woven into the fabric of god's word and god wants us to be generous sometime today or maybe over the weekend i believe you will encounter someone you meet someone who needs a helping hand? It could be a word of encouragement. It could be an advice. It could be anything. It could be a hug. It could be a pat on the back. I want to encourage you today. When you encounter that person in need today, think of yourself as Christ ambassador. And remember that whatever you do for the least of these, whatever you do for those in need, you're also doing it for Jesus. He said, whatever you do for the least of these, you have done for me. I know it will happen. Oh yes, you will meet somebody. This morning, this afternoon, this evening, you will encounter somebody. Even if you don't, I encourage you to look beyond the walls of your house. Look beyond your desk in the office. Look beyond your, your, your windscreen, all right? Your windows. Look beyond it. The Holy Spirit will lead you to somebody. 
And I pray that the Holy Spirit will lead you to somebody with a need. And that need will be to receive Jesus. As you go out today, you never know. It could actually be online. Yes, somebody can just poke you or send you a WhatsApp or send you an email or like your page. Just be sensitive. The Holy Spirit might say, just say, God bless you. Just say, hi, sister. Hi, brother. How are you doing? You have no idea. I've been there before. There were times in my life when I just needed somebody to encourage me to say, Vivi, it is well. Vivi, you're doing well. Vivi, be encouraged. Vivi, keep on pressing. Keep on pushing. Sometimes that's what people need. I've met people in church who said, I came to church because I wanted someone just to say hello to me, just to hug me, just to turn and say, bless you, sister. Bless you, brother. But unfortunately, sometimes we are just besides ourselves. We don't think about anybody. Please, this weekend, make it a point. When that moment comes, remember, you are Christ's ambassador. Do what Jesus would have done if you were in that position. And remember, whilst he was here, he did even for the least of these people. Praise God. Christians' life, our life, consists of faith and charity. Martin Luther said this. Our life consists of faith and charity. You know, charity is love. It's what you sow that multiplies. Not what you keep in your barn. <laughs> Adrian Rogers quoted this. It's what you sow that multiplies. Not what you keep in the barn. <laughs> if you're a chisel, trust me, you ain't going to have no harvest. Find out how much God has given you and from it, listen, take what you need. The remainder is needed by others. Oh, I love this quote by St. Augustine. Find out how much God has given you and from it, take what you need. The remainder is needed by others. Wow, I love this. Let's look at some scriptures to support this point. Before we wrap it up for today, let me take you to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 7. It says, So let each one give us his purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. He sure does. So when you're given, give cheerfully, because God loves it when you do so. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Acts chapter 20 verse 35. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Luke 3.11 says, If you have two shirts, give one to the poor. If you have food, share it with those who are hungry. Did you hear that? <laughs> Some of us, even when we are fasting, we keep the food in the fridge and we anticipate how we'll enjoy it when the fasting is over. My goodness. <laughs> Galatians 6 verse 10 says, Whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. Did you hear that? So be nice. Be kind to people, but consider the people in the faith first. All right? Matthew 25 verse 40 says, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. That's Jesus speaking. On that day he will ask you, When you saw me naked, you didn't clothe me. When I came to you hungry, you didn't give me food to eat. Oh, when I was in prison, you didn't visit me. When I was in hospital, you didn't come to pray for me. You say, oh Jesus, but, but when? I didn't see you. How? He said, well, when your brother and your sister came asking for that help, you didn't mind them. Remember, whatever you do for the least of these, you have done for me. May the good Lord add blessings to his word. Let me leave you with word for munch. There is a direct relationship between generosity and joy. The more you share with others, the more joy you will experience for yourself. Encore pete. There is a direct relationship between generosity and joy. The more you share with others, the more joy you will experience for yourself. May the good Lord add blessings to his word so sweet. Again, you say amen. I believe the word of God has come in handy. I pray that you will show kindness to people. You will show generosity 
and charity to people, the Lord will bring you away. Be sensitive. I pray for you today that the goodness of God is already in you because you are his seed. You carry his DNA. His DNA is full of love. So as you step out, may you consistently be a blessing. May you be kind. May you be generous to people the Lord will bring your way. I cancel every activity of the evil one assigned against your life and your destiny. I decree that all the crooked roads are made straight, all the rough roads are made smooth, the mountains are removed, the valleys are filled, the boundary lines will fall in pleasant places for you. In the name of Jesus, I decree that it is well when you do your best to show kindness to people around you. It's okay to be kind to us at the Christocentric station. We want you to share our broadcast with people, share our flyers, share what God is actually doing with us, with others, okay? If you're connecting, you're being blessed. Why don't you tell somebody to also connect? You can tweet about it, do a voice note and share it. You can send a WhatsApp. Just tell them, hey, type www.christocentric.com. And trust me, when they connect, they shall be blessed because the content here is sanctified and definitely it will bless them. Follow us across social media and please share our broadcast. Tell somebody that Christocentric Station is promoting the kingdom. So they should be part of the kingdom. And when you say a prayer, say one for us. We need it. Thank you so much and God bless you. May God's grace see you through every life's race with an extra pace. No enemy can chase. Love you. Bye-bye. Christocentric Station. Enjoy.
to Centric Station. Enjoy. I want to pronounce this blessing upon you today, and it is a benediction of blessing. I decree and declare, this is the day the Lord has made. Since every good gift comes from God, I speak that this day is both good and perfect. May your day bring you divine opportunities, and may it be filled with strategic encounters. May it be filled with wonderful surprises, supernatural breakthroughs, and miracles. May the best of your today become the worst of your tomorrows. May this moment become your defining moment, marking the ending of a sad, depressing, discouraging history and the beginning of a prosperous, debt-free, disease-free, depression-free destiny. May you forever live under an open heaven. May God give you a strategy for prosperous and successful living. May you be well acquainted with your heritage where you come from, with your inheritance, what you were born into, with your identity, who you are, with your purpose, what you were born to be, with your destiny, where you are going, with your vision, what you see yourself accomplishing within your lifetime, with your mission, why you do what you do, the reason, the intention for you doing that, with your assignment, what you should be doing when you get there, with relationships, who you should be doing it with when you get there. The people that add value to your life with resources, with what you should be doing it with, with timing and your gifts and your abilities. Uh, your timing is when you should be doing what you're doing. Uh, I pronounce a benediction upon you that God would give you a strategy, give you the ability to know what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. And then finally, I pronounce a blessing upon you and this benediction that 
you will leave a legacy, that you will leave something for the next generation to know that you did it. I pronounce this benediction upon you, that you will live in a prosperous, healthy environment. May God prosper the works of your hand. May everything you touch turn into prophetic gold. May your life forever reflect the shimmer of God's glory and divinity. May your life be blessed with all good things. May joy, peace, prosperity, and success be as abundant as the stars at night. May friendship, favor, affluence, influence, happiness, support, beauty, purpose, direction, and abundant living be your constant companion. May you be unconditionally loved, celebrated, revered, appreciated, and honored beyond measure and human comprehension by all. May God grant you true, lasting, mutually beneficial relationships, friendships, association, alliances, partnerships, and support. May you make a difference in this world. May you have the courage to make your mark and leave your footprint in the sand of time. May your name and good works be memorialized. May your children fulfill their purpose and maximize their potential. May they have favor with God and man. May your creations, inventions, products, goods, services be in high demand globally. May God firmly place you at a comparative advantage. May you distinguish yourself amongst the great, the influential, the powerful. May your good name precede you. May your goals be achievable. May God grant you wisdom for successful negotiations. May all that is owed to you be released to you now. May your blessing uh, like the stars be too numerous to count. May health and wealth walk with you hand in hand. May your victories be as abundant as the grain of sand. May lack and struggle be a distant memory of the past. May you subdue your enemies. May you be fruitful in all of your endeavors. May God grant you multiple streams of income. May you navigate these streams with an anointing that gives you business savvy. May economic and financial tides turn in your favor. May abundant wealth be transferred into your hands. May the title deeds for commercial, real estate, and prime property be placed in your your financial coffers, your chambers, and treasury. May your income always be greater than your expenditure. May you be more than happy to underwrite your government's budget by paying your taxes. May you have so much more money than needed for your day-to-day -day expenses. May you always have more than enough to give. May you become a humanitarian, given to those who can never repay the favor. May you give a tenth of your earnings to a charitable non-profit organization whose focus is on helping the less fortunate, the orphan, the widowers, the homeless, the destitute, and helpless. May your bank accounts be filled. May your pocketbook never run dry. May you consider a million dollars pocket change. May daily compounding interest favor your investment. May your words be recorded, published, distributed, and bought. May God divinely increase and prolifically bless you. May your network and net worth increase profoundly. May you be resourceful. Everything you need will be available to you when you need it. May your blessings come upon you and overtake you. May your success confound your criticism and overwhelm your enemies. May they become speechless as their tongues cleave to the roof of their mouths in disbelief. May you experience overnight success. May you live in an Edenic state of mind and dwell in your prophetic Goshen. May God release divine angelic escorts to safely lead you into the promised land. May your head never lack fresh oil. May your mouth be filled with spontaneous praise. May your hands never lack productivity. May your mind never lack witty million dollar ideas and creative billion dollar inventions. May your spirit be filled with God's abundant and divine presence. May your soul never lack joy and peace. May your heart never lack 
courage. May your feet never lack progress. May the light of God's word forever light your pathway. May you blaze new trails. May you run through troops and leap over walls. May you discover new horizons as you become the Christopher Columbus of your discipline, your industry, your profession, and your chosen field. May music and laughter fill your house. May your home be a haven of peace. May wealth and riches be in your house. May God dissolve the pain of yesterday so that it will never appear again tomorrow. May the abundance of the sea be converted unto you. May every good seed you planted last season yield a fruitful harvest this season. May your activities be synchronized and syncopated to heaven's rhythm. May you know God in his fullness. May he grant you pleasure and power. May greatness be your portion. May you live your life in such a way that all the world will know that it is blessed because of your presence in it. May you experience supernatural increase. May you live in a mortgage-free mansion. May you own Fortune 500 type companies and businesses. May your wealth outlive all future generations. May your loved ones be favored. May they never become homeless or lack bread to eat. May they have the comparative advantage. May they set honorable goals and outperform their competition. May they live on the competitive edge. May they perceive and capitalize on opportunities. May they optimize their potential. May they maximize their educational disciplines. May routine and consistency remain as an integral part of their lifestyle. May your relationships be mutually beneficial. May you be settled with who you are and what you are called to do. May you never settle for less than what you deserve. May you expect only the best for your life. May you continuously raise the bar and push the envelope on your life's performance. May you outperform your competition. May you think big and always outside of the box. May you practice discipline, routine, and remain focused. May you set plausible goals and reach them. May you live drug-free, drought-free, debt-free, disease-free, drama-free, depression-free. May excellence be the signature upon all you do and say. May you become all that God will have you to become. May God supply all your need according to his riches in glory. May his spirit be your companion. May Jesus forever be your Lord and Savior. May you become the head and not the tail. May you forever be the first and not last. May you forever be above only and not beneath. May you be strengthened in the inner man. May you continue to dream big. May you awaken every morning to live the life of your dreams. May you live a humble life of gratitude and thanksgiving, knowing that he which began the good work in you will complete it, for faithful is he that calls you to this realm of success and prosperity, and it is he who will also do it. I speak this benediction of blessing upon your life in the name of Jesus. According to Genesis 28, 3-4, And the God Almighty bless thee, and make thee fruitful, and multiply thee, that thou mayest be a multitude of people, and give thee the blessing of Abraham to thee, to thy seed with thee, that thou mayest inherit the land whereinto thou was a stranger, which God gave unto Abraham. According to Ephesians 3, 20-21, Now unto him that is able to do the exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ throughout all age, world without an amen. According to Psalm 129, verse 8, The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. And according to Numbers 6, 24 to 26, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Amen.